You are listening to the Badass Bitches for the Badass Bitches, hosted by Kim Coffin, Empowerment and Sexuality Coach with Get Your Sexy Back, and Carrie Hoffman, Align Practitioner with True Performance. Our goal is to bring you uncensored, pleasurable wellness for you, for your body, and for your mind. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are with a special guest. We have Mary Langfield with us, who is in an energy alchemist and intuitive coach. So welcome, Mary. Welcome. Ooh, thanks for having me, ladies. Yeah, so good to have you. So tell us a little bit more about you and what is an energy alchemist? <laughs> um, I found out that I've been working in the coaching world in some form or fashion for the last 12 plus years. And I just realized it all comes down to what I do is energy because I'm really adamant about helping people have the energy that they need to not just make it through their day, but through thriving. Right. But I'm also extremely interested in helping people connect to energy in general in a spiritual sense. And so to me, I was like, you know, I'll just call myself an energy alchemist because I work with energy medicine and I work with, you know, yoga and Ayurveda. And, and again, everything to me is about moving energy. So I was like, why not? I mean, does it even matter what I call myself? <laughs> Yeah. And even homeopath, homeopathics too. We talked about that right. too, right? Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all energy medicine. So yeah, beautiful. Which, you know, what was really interesting when we talked, Carrie is the fact, are you officially a homeopath or what would be your title? In yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. I'm a classical homeopath, which I said, Oh, totally know what that means, Carrie. But she was like, you do like most people around here don't know what homeopathy is. Yeah blew me away. I'm like, my vet is homeopathic. He uses homeopathy. Oh my gosh. Can't speak today. Right. When she gives them vaccines, when yeah. there's issues coming up, she treats yeah. both ways. No, so for yeah, our listeners, very unusual for our listeners that don't understand what homeopathics is. What is it? Yeah. So a lot of people will say, oh yeah, yeah, I know homeopathy. And they really are talking about like a naturopath or they work with a chiropractor and the chiropractor might hand out homeopathic remedies, but homeopathy is a methodology of like treats like, which means that as you are working with a classical homeopath, I take a very, um, deep dive interview. So it's two to three hours. I learn your entire wow. history. I learn your language. I learn your quirks. I learn like if you run hot, if you run cold, what your favorite foods are, how you enter, like what makes you angry. Um, and just to understand you at a really deep level really helps me find a remedy that speaks that same language that vibrates at that same level. So it's a very, like when people say that they do holistic medicine, it's so true, except for with homeopathy, it's even at another level because it's like, I'm finding one remedy out of the 5,000 plus that speaks that same language that you speak. That is basically what it comes down to the way we speak about it is it when you take that remedy, that remedy instills a little piece in your vital force or your soul, I would say that stimulates it and says, remember, this is how you heal. And your body mm -hmm. starts to heal on its own. It's not like I'm doing the healing. It's, Hey, your body is completely capable. And it's getting reminded of how capable and magical it really is. Like, that's how I think about it. Mm, that's beautiful way to put it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have books up here from like 25 years ago about studying different homeopathics and using them for myself, for my babies. I actually yes. gave oh a newborn, mm-hmm. newborn to crush yes. homeopathic pellets after yep. a C-section. Oh, and yes. I remember having to hide it from the nurses because I had to make it into a little bit of a water and crush it. And that was 2000. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's so cool. So cool. And it's all energy again. It is. Yeah. All energy, all energy. And what would you say your zone of genius is? My zone of genius. <laughs> I am so obsessed with making things as simple as they possibly can be for people and breaking down the complexity and helping them create like a really firm foundation for their life and for their health so that they have all, they have something they can always go back to as well as something to build off of. Because as someone, I started out as a certified holistic health coach and I really dove into the functional medicine side of things. And it was always like a, about kind of like these band-aid methods. And it was like, oh yeah, like we'll do that protocol or, Hey, why don't you go to your doctor, get a test to find out if you have this. And if you have that and you have, you know, and it became very complicated and it was always like, there's something wrong. And if that's not working, then obviously there might be another problem. And then there's you know, it was always about treating all these problems. And it's like, Hey, wait, what if we're just absolutely perfect the way we are? And all we need to do is remind ourselves of that and come to a place where we have really good basics and where we make it so simple. Like I always say this, and I'm sure you guys um, have this in your back pocket too, with what you share, but this idea of making something so simple and then allowing it to feel big as women, right. We're always, whether we like, like it or not, there's this like programming in the back where it's like, I should do this. I should do that. I have to be this kind of person. And this, like, I'm a mother. Then this means that I'm, you know, like the daughter, this means that, you know, I'm the sister and we make things mean all this stuff. And we're trying to run all of these different facets. And so it's like, I don't know how I can do it all right? And then people get angry, they get impatient, they get hard on themselves. So if you allow yourself to do something really small and allow it to feel really big, because every woman I know says, I don't have time. And I'm sure you hear that all the time. Like if you're doing a pleasure practice or anything, they're like, well, I don't know how to make the time or it seems hard or whatever. It's like, what if you just took five little breaths and you reminded yourself that that was you taking care of yourself. And you allowed those five little breaths to be so freaking meaningful and so, you know, huge. Like I always say, like magnify the potency of it. And as they start to play with that and my people play with that, they start to feel really good about who they are and where they're going versus always hard on themselves. Right. Cause we're hard enough on ourselves. That was baked into us. We did, we can let that shit go now. Right. So how do we allow the simple things that we do to be enough? Like, you know, a lot of people come to me like, oh, I'm not meal planning or I'm not exercising or it's always, I'm not doing enough as I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of your clients feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and just taking that even another step is, is like bringing that, making it bigger and making it mean so much through bragging, through celebrating, which I talk about all the time. People are like, I don't have time to brag. Yeah, you fucking do. If you took five minutes and breathed and didn't yell and scream at your kids, you can brag about like that. Nothing is too small to brag and celebrate. And you just start to put the focus and the awareness 
on where you want to go, what you desire, and all the ways that you're doing to get there, things change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it just comes back to that not enough and realizing like, what if it is enough, you know, and allowing what you're doing to feel so good. Yeah. Cause I think, yeah. you know, this idea of bragging, it's once you get into it, right. It's so damn fun and it's so fulfilling and it feels so freaking good. And, you know, people just, I just think about like meal planning or just feeding themselves and having them even look at the food and just be like, Oh, this isn't right. This isn't what I I shouldn't be eating this. It's like, then that's what you're eating. You're eating. I shouldn't, I, this, I, that, you know, like all this negative bullshit. And again, and everything is energy to me. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if we just set that aside and say like, what if this was the best choice possible and I'm okay with it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and allow that, that to be nourishing. Like, I think I talk a lot about what are you nourishing yourself with? And it's not just about food, right? It's not about just exercise. So you're really, yeah, your thoughts, the way you think about your body, the way you think about how you're acting, the way you're thinking about what you're doing, it's all feeding into where you're going. Yeah, It's so true. What we're putting out there, if it's the, the bad language and the bad vibes and stuff like that, it does fester inside of us and it radiates out into this icky, sticky nastiness. And I love what you said that you keep it simple for people. I find that we have our clients that want to go through these massive changes and you're like, okay, so you got this, 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 this. And they're like, whoa, that's too much for me to do, right? If you just keep it simple and give them one thing to do, they're more likely to follow through on that than if you give them 25. I, that, you know what? I always say to them, like when I'm having maybe an interview or chatting with them and they're telling me, or I'm doing a talk, I always say, okay, like right now I'm going to give you two minutes, just write down all the things you should be doing, Right. And like, you can come up with at least probably 20 in like two minutes. And what do you feel when you look at that list, right? You feel fucking like shit, or you just feel overwhelmed or you just feel like it's impossible, right? Versus all the possibility and all the hope and all the excitement and all the joy of like, what if you just allowed one of those things to be what you're going to do? And then even that, let's take that down a few notches so that when you do it, like, I'm going to give you an example. I come from, you know, I am a yoga teacher as well, right? Again, the energy. And I came from this background where I had this person saying, you have to do a practice that looks like this, not like the exact practice necessarily, but you piece together this element, this element, this element, this element. And then that is the kind of practice, which is going to get you where you want spiritually. And I have a lot of Pitta energy. For those of you who don't know, there's a couple different energies with respect to Ayurvedic medicine. And I have a lot of this like a type got to do it right. You know, go, 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 um, energy. And so I really committed to that. It felt right. It felt good. And I just wanted to be connected to my spiritual practice. And then I got pregnant, which is fine. Still was doing it. Then I had my baby and I was like, what the fuck? You know, like I was at such turmoil because I couldn't do this. The kid didn't sleep, right? She was up all the time. I didn't have any time where I felt like I could really dedicate like to a somewhere between a 45 minute and an hour and a half practice. Like that was what I did every day before that. And it took a while to get there. Right. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm 
you know, like I'm a mess, you know, like I can't do it. You know, all these stupid thoughts spinning through my mind, making me feel like shit. And all of a sudden it was like, well, fuck it. Just cause I can't do it the way that guy told me I'm supposed to do it. I'm going to allow myself to do just this little bit and feel really good about it and change my goddamn life. So it's like, if I can do that and again, super a type, really good at making my feel myself wrong, really good about making myself not enough. And if I can turn my life around and suddenly find so much joy and peace and ease and flexibility from allowing myself five minutes to be meaningful, even though before five minutes was nothing, mm-hmm. right? The energy of like, well, that was worthless. That entered like, and I get that from all the, all the time from prospects and clients. They're like, well, I only did this. And I'm like, oh, you did five minutes every single day. And they're like, yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. You are consistent. And they're like, really? Yes. And as they start to figure that out in their own selves, like, what if you could just be so proud of yourself for that? What if you could let it feel so good, like radiating, radiating it out from your heart, right? Like then they're like, yeah. And it starts to change their life because they reframe how they feel about themselves and their efforts. And it's so cool. Mm -hmm. And then they start magnetizing, Mm -hmm. then they're magnetizing more of everything they desire to them, which is just taking it up another level and another level. And it's just feeding into this beautiful, beautiful life that they want to create. I I just, I just can't get enough of the fact, like, what if we just all allowed everything to be enough, right? Or more than enough, right? Like, oh my God, I served myself this food and it was so good. And I made it for myself and blah, blah, blah. And just felt good about it versus like, well, I should have been doing this all week, (gasps) but you did it on Friday. (laughs) I don't know. It just makes life more fun. And it, you know how it is. Playful energy can just really brighten things up. It can change everything. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Any other stories that you want to share of where you felt defeated or lost or overwhelmed? And oh my God, probably out? there are so many. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. Nothing's jumping out at me, but one of the topics that we were going to cover was this idea of tapping into your inner knowing. Right. Yeah. And I think that the beauty of learning how to tap into your inner knowing is so important because so many of us are always looking for answers from everyone else. And I think it's really, again, energetically speaking, it's like, if you have everything already inside you, like I, I, sometimes I tell a story, like what, am, what if you have everything you've always wanted already there within you, right? Like, what if you signed up for this? Like you signed up for this body, you signed up for this human, you signed up for this life experience. Like what if everything is, is right there, but you're like walking around wearing like a dampening device, like kryptonite, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just walking around with it and you're just holding on to it. But like, what if you just let it go? And this idea of tapping into your intuition and allowing yourself to be completely in awe of your own knowing just can be such a game changer because so many people sit like even going way back to when I started out as a health coach, I'd say, well, what foods do you have a challenge with? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you had to guess, 
have bananas. Like, <laughs> and so it was always so funny. Cause I'd say, okay, well then you have an issue with bananas. What happens? Well, sometimes I think I feel constipated. Okay. Trust that, you know, shit that you don't have to take yeah. all the goddamn tests. Trust that you actually know what's going on within you. And that like somebody else looking at you from the outside doesn't know what your life experience is. Like allow yourself to be aware of that. Right. And so many people would say, but I don't know how to trust myself or I don't know how to trust that intuition. Right. Mm-hmm. I know you hear that, that kryptonite all is thick, right? That kryptonite is conditioning. It is what we're told to do, what we're told not to do. We are so disconnected from ourselves and from our bodies that we can't even see through the forest sometimes. Exactly. And that's where we get to show them actually there's a little door over here and you just have to open it. But that, that can be getting from that A to B can feel monstrous. And so many people are so afraid of it's never going to happen in my lifetime. I should just give up and give in and forget about it and do what I want. But it actually is right there at your fingertips. It's right there. It's actually in your fingertips. It's in your body. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. And I, so I think, you know, what, one of the things that I absolutely love doing with my clients when we're going through a coaching process or if we're going through a group process is just helping them feel empowered to get that connection to the divine within them, to that inner knowing. And we do it through really, again, like, let's try to keep it as basic as possible, right? Like, what if you just allowed yourself a few minutes to breathe deeply and then ask yourself a question? And see if you have any sort of response whatsoever, right? Like just anything, maybe you see pictures, maybe you feel something, maybe, you know, like maybe there's words suddenly in your mind, right. And just helping them realize like there are ways for them to start connecting with this. And I I just know for myself for so many years, like, you know, that gut, like, oh, I trust my gut. People talk about their gut. Right. And we kind of have this, this vague sense of what trusting your gut is all about. But then when it really comes down to it, like, oh my gosh, what is my gut even telling me? Right. And so allowing yourself to be led by that is such a different experience and it's so new for people. And so I just, I just want to offer them the option of like tiptoeing in and learning how to listen to what they already know within them, which I think can be really difficult for a lot of us who have been taught that we either aren't a value or that we don't know anything or like who, who's, who am I to say, you know, X, Y, what my body knows and wants. Think about that. Yeah. I think that's also where a lot of trauma comes in and layers in a lot of trauma comes in and layers on. And we're taught we're can't trust ourselves. We're taught that we aren't good enough and that our body's not ours. And we've put up all these walls and these, huge, huge walls to protect certain areas. And that's where a lot of us can get caught up. Yeah. Trying to get through those walls over those walls, but we can bring down those walls. They can come down. Uh, We just need to create a lot of epic, epic safety in our body. And when we can do that, we can start to slowly remove a brick at a time so that we feel safe. And we feel secure and we can start to see what's on the other side because a lot of us also are still living from that very young 
inner child piece Mm -hmm. of where we were first traumatized or second or third or whatever that may be. And we actually aren't living our lives in our adult selves. So we can separate the two and take the two out. Like an example of um, for me, for my clients, like sometimes would be an inner child piece showing up as a young girl or a young teenager showing up in the bedroom, mm-hmm. which she shouldn't be calling the shots in the bedroom with your partner. Right. She should be off playing and doing things like that. So we can separate them out and give them the tools to do what they should be doing so that you as the adult can show up and take the steps to remove that brick, to open that door to receive all of it. And I I love everything that is involved with all of that kind of work, right? Because it's so playful and it's so, you know, there's so much action and tangibility in that. And one of the, the, the reasons why I actually really love this idea of using classical homeopathy with clients when, especially when they're working with you, right? Like they're working with you, they're working with Carrie, they're working with some other practitioner and this idea of letting that energy start to work within them so that everything that you're doing is amplified. And there's Mm -hmm. like a sense of ease and connection that wasn't there before. And it's not so feeling so forced, right? Like sometimes when we're in the healing process, it can feel really difficult, right? It's really icky, sticky sometimes. And that's okay. That's part of the process. But the thing that I love about the classical homeopathy is that it starts to bring I feel like it allows things to come in, in a much gentler, loving way that maybe would have taken so much longer, even though it was completely possible, right? Because we already just discussed, like everything's already there. It's within you. You aren't broken. You're incredible actually, but it just like allows you to get there a little bit uh, softer, gentler, yes, just more nourished. I, I, all of the above. And Mm -hmm. one of my most, one of my, my favorite ways, and I know that you've seen you, you guys have seen this too, is just how the body responds to, you know, connecting to pleasure, to connecting, to owning someone, your, your worth, like to being empowered, your body physically responds, right? Cause our symptoms are just communication devices to to let us know shit's off, you know, like, Hey, you haven't been able to express yourself in this way, that way, or the other way. So guess what? I'm going to express with eczema all over your body, or I'm going to express with this, you know? And so I love again, that the back pain, all of these, the back pain, the PCOS, Mm -hmm. like the serious heavy, like those serious, heavy things that can, many of us can struggle with for years and years. Like I, you know, struggled so much with my skin, with my digestive system, with, you know, just autoimmune issues, just con- yeah. con- continue to thyroid, con- right? Total, yeah. I wasn't speaking up for 27 fucking years. Oh, oh my God. Right. Or happen. Like, exactly. Or like heart pain, like women's health, like heart, women's heart health is like such a serious issue in our country. And it's like, what? well, of course, if you're not, if you're a woman and you're not feeling heard and you're not feeling loved and you're not feeling cherished, I have this client and that was one of the most beautiful things she said. She's like, I just want to feel cherished. Mm. And I was like, well, we can start that today. Like you can start cherishing yourself. And Mm -hmm. she's just like, okay, you know, but it's, but I mean, it all, all of those beautiful pieces that go together on our healing journey is what really lights me up because some of that suffering that we go through physically 
can be so distracting to tapping into your pleasure, right? And you're just like, well, I don't know. I was in so much pain physically. I couldn't get there, you know? So I love that you can use classical homeopathy with these other approaches to help the healing get so much deeper and sometimes so ridiculously swift and yeah, collapse that timeline, right? Yeah. Just and bring it in <laughs> and then and, it's and just about the, the integration, make the growing pains feel better, like gentler, oh, yes. soft, soften them. All of that. Do you use essential oils as well? I never asked you that. I do. I used to be really into them. And then I found homeopathy and I was like, eh, these aren't as uh, fancy as what I got anymore. I mean, I still love them, but I don't lean on them the way I would lean on, you know, like, like you said, I do, I'm still in the very young kid stage. So it's like the minute I get a child who starts barking in the middle of the night, it's like, Oh, I need to grab aconite. And then instead of dealing with croup, mm-hmm. I'm just like the kid goes to bed, you know, or if we got at the, the sudden onset of an earache at three o'clock in the afternoon with like eyes that are really glassy, it's like, oh, I'm going to try the belladonna. Oh, okay, good. I'm not dealing with like somebody who's in shrieking in pain, you know, and have mm-hmm. to go to the hospital and get them, you know, mm-hmm. back together somehow with some antibiotics and have them still be miserable. So it's like, yeah. I love, I, I feel even though I, and I still have like a whole box over there of essential oils, I still use them, but I use them more in like ritual, you know, like before practice and before, but not so much as like, oh, I've got an ache or a pain, even though, I mean, definitely yeah. they're still really, really useful. I find them very useful in more emotional releasing too. Yes. Versus maybe homeopathic, homeopathy, homeopathics. There's all these words for that (laughs) Um, to use them more in the medical. Does that make sense? It's a little bit more of like an earache or like a cough. Um, You can use them for emotions too, right? But I tend to lean to kind of essential oils for more of the emotional Mm -hmm. stuff and more of the homeopathics for the things. I don't know. What are your thoughts there? My thoughts on that are amazing because you have to do what what is right for you. I think that's really important. And honoring that is just huge. But for me, as somebody who studied deeply, it's a lot easier for me to find a remedy that matches. So the thing with homeopathics is that on one level, they're real common sense, but if you walk into a store that sells homeopathics and it says nausea, and you go and grab it thinking, okay, hopefully this will help with my nausea. But if it's not your expression of nausea, it's going to do shit. And you're going to yeah. throw them outside and be like, this didn't work. And it's a bunch of bullshit. But if it's lines up with your experience. And when I say your experience, I'm saying, how are you feeling about the nausea? Not just how it mm-hmm. physically feels in your body. Like maybe the expression for you is you're angry you're yelling, you're upset, you're screaming. And maybe the one that you picked up off the shelf that said nausea, just because it had to list something didn't do squat. Right. So, so yes, I do appreciate that, but I use them all the time with people who are grieving because Mm -hmm. the emotion, you know, the mental emotional component is huge. Right. And so people who lose a great love, whether it's to a death or to just there's, you know, it didn't work out or whatever they work so incredibly well. And yeah, Mm. but I still, I mean, Hey, 
I want to like smell something good too. So having the essential oil and, and using that, I always like them again for the ritual of it. Like I'm going to remind myself and I'm going to do a prayer or I'm going to set an intention, or I'm going to smell this and just remind myself I'm taking some deep breaths. Like I, I don't, I think that they are beautiful and wonderful, but I use, I do personally really love using homeopathics, but I would say that it's going to take a, a certain level of dedication to learn what homeopathic you could need because there's some real nuance in there that just the average person wouldn't get, um, which is unfortunate. It can be a little complicated. So then it's very complicated. Yeah. But yeah. Amazing as well. We talk Mm -hmm. often about working with people that are educated in that field instead of just walking into the store and picking up the nausea and it not working or it having the adverse reaction, right? Mm. Actually sit down with a professional because they have the education and the background to be able to help you through your, through your situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that because I think for so many of us, when we're kind of spinning in our, we call it as a homeopath, we call it your state, right? You're spinning in your own shit. And even though you can acknowledge so many challenges, like, yes, I acknowledge this is going on with me and this is going on with me. Sometimes we just don't see ourselves clearly. And so when you have that person on the outside, who's like, this is the story they're telling, you know, and this is where they're at and this is how they're doing Mm -hmm. and assessing it from that. Well, we call it the observer, the non-judgmental observer, just like, just checking it out. Like, oh, you know, then yeah, then you can look and say, this is how they're doing versus them saying, well, I'm fine. (laughs) You know, like I'm fine. It just sucks. Or this is just a problem or blah, blah, blah. And you could just say what it is. Yeah. And, (laughs) and that is a certain kind of energy and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just where they are. And I think a lot of people who don't have that, you know, you guys have had lots of clients. You've seen a lot of things you've interacted with a lots of different personalities, but especially newer coaches, they can get really intimidated by that big energy. And it's like, it's just energy. And so like when people get really angry or upset with me, because like, they'll say the remedy didn't do what it was supposed to do. I'll say, what was it supposed to do? <laughs> and they're like, well, you should know. Great. Tell me, you know, and But that's just like, they're expressing themselves. And what's wonderful about them sharing that and being able to share that is that it tells me even more of a story. Maybe now it's time to switch the remedy. Maybe that's the, it's the right remedy, but I need to give them a higher potency and maybe they just need to be allowed to fucking be angry, you know, like, Hey, it's allowed something to unlock. Yeah. And so sometimes you just, they just need to be reminded like, Hey, things are moving and you're doing great and it's difficult, right? It's hard. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's so cool. So how do you, I mean, I'm curious, even though we weren't talking about this originally, <laughs> we weren't talking about talking about this, how do you morph that into your coaching practice? Oh yeah. So when I start working with every single client, um, I do the homeopathic session first. So they fill out the paperwork. They're always like, oh my God, you know, it's like 11 pages of me trying to understand their whole history. And I don't always, I tell them, Hey, fill it out to the best of your ability, but we're going to talk about what's currently going on. Like what, what's on the forefront of your mind as well. So you don't have to worry. Like, I'm not going to ignore what's your biggest complaint right now, just because I'm trying to find the family history as well. It's just to confirm 
confirm things, right? So I always do this first. And then I sent I give myself about two weeks, I say, because I'm sitting with that energy and I'm trying to honor it. Cause a lot of times we might say, oh, of course I know what this is. And then you're not giving every, like, like allowing yourself to digest the experience of being with that person. You know, my home, my, my homeopathic training, there's one of the professors, I call them a professor. They were not, they were just an instructor, but to me, they're on that same level. She'd be like, you know, sometimes I'll have clients call me in and I'll say, are they thinking about you at the grocery store? Like I am, you know, I'll be looking at something and it will remind me of my client and I am like on it. And all of a sudden, you know, so she's, she just, it made me laugh because it's, it's true. It's like wanting to know a person and their history at such a deep level, not just to like help them feel better about themselves, but just to like honor that human is so much fun. And it's just, I think it's healing. Like most people say they feel so much better after the session because nobody's ever let them release. And I know you've heard this before with, with the work that you do, but like they've never let any, nobody's ever let them speak or asked questions like this before. You know, I'm interested in their childhood. I'm interested in, you know, the big milestones in their life. And I'm interested in connecting. Okay. So you got these symptoms. What was happening at that time when you started with asthma? What happened? Oh, well, I guess I had this traumatizing event. Oh, okay. Tell me more, you know? And so they're there. It like opens up a whole new world to them as well. So we do that session first, and then we move into the more practical weekly or bi-weekly sessions where Kim, you mentioned this, it's really hard sometimes to go through the healing process and it can feel really challenging. And this is why I love doing the work together because homeopathics can sometimes you can have something, what we call an aggravation and an aggravation is like all your symptoms that you came to me about, like, it's like, they're turned up a bit. Like they, they went a little bit higher and I'm not liking this. This is not fun. And I'm kind of pissed off. And that could lead them to think this isn't working, but really when I talk to them the next time I say, Oh, really? So your period was impacted. Yeah. And is it, was it different? No, it was just, was it just felt a little worse? Yes. And then, Oh, you said you got headaches. You didn't talk about headaches. Like last time did no. Yeah, no, I get headaches. Oh, so you had a headache. Yes. You had this, you had this, it touched everything, honey. And they're like, Oh, I'm like, it's gonna, it's gonna, we're going to come down from this. It's going to be good. And then they know that what's going on versus just feeling like they're spinning out of control. Right. So when you're holding their hand, so to speak through this, it can just be really beautiful. And then helping them with those daily little practices of making life simple and creating a foundation so that they aren't in that place again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So how long do you typically work with people for? Typically I work with people for six month sessions. Um, and I do a lot of group work where we do the six months as well. I'm, I used to, you know, do one-off sessions here and there, um, which is typically how a lot of homeopaths work. But for me, knowing how the healing journey works and knowing how a lot of times people feel so aimless during those times of, of growth, because like we just mentioned, for those who are listening, it's like, you could heal rapidly 
like all of a sudden the back pain could be gone. All of a sudden the eczema could be gone. All of a sudden your skin has cleared up or, you know, the allergies are gone. And now you're still left with integrating that healing that happened so quickly because there's still, there's still so much going on. And so there's sort of like an adrift going on. Like on one hand, I should be really happy. I feel, I think I feel a lot better. I know I look better, but we're just getting, we're just starting to get to the roots. Right. So I love allowing, uh, that time to take place because a lot of us, we're not used to that. Right. We're like some, you know, allopathic medicine, you go to the doctor, they give you a pill and that's like the process and maybe the pill works and maybe it doesn't, or maybe it works to some degree, but then you're still left in this discomfort, but you don't know what to do. And so it's like, Hey, let's go through some, some processes and let's create some rituals, routines. Let's use simplicity as our guide and create the kind of foundation that you need so that the next time life throws you curveballs, you know how to stay like in the eye of the storm, because mm-hmm. I think that's where most of us, you know, you re- like m- my favorite thing that I tell clients is you're going to run into a wall. You're going to be doing so amazing. And then you're going to run into a wall or you're going to hit a wall and you're just going to feel like nothing's working anymore. And that's just part of the process. So you need to continue to trust that you are going in the right direction and not give up and not be like, well, what was the point of everything I just did? Because life is a journey, right? And I feel like when I finally figured out for myself that there is no end sight until I'm dead, right? Like I, I'm always going to be growing and evolving and I always want to, but that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be times where it's like, God, this sucks. So how, so how do you get yourself back on track when you used to, the only way you used to know how to deal with it was like a downward spiral of just feeling like shit and like every, and then like, you know, you know how people are, they love to talk about their complaints and they love to complain with each other. And they want to talk about how shitty life is and they want to, and it's like, no, just because that's how you, you know, used to interact with life. That doesn't have to be how it is when you're going through a rough patch. And so what are your tools? Lean into your tools. Yeah, totally. Totally. Mm. Is there any last thoughts that you want to leave with our listeners today? <laughs> hmm. I, I would just leave it with just allow your healing and your evolution in this life to just be as simple as possible because we all overcomplicate everything. And if you allow it to be simple, you're going to really tune down on the complexity and the, the negativity in your life. So I think that's about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Beautiful. And the only other one I'd add in there is there's nothing to fix. It's all within you. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love That's that so you true. guys get to do this together and get to remind each other of these things and talk with all of these wonderful humans of just reminding us like, yes, we're all just part of this incredible journey and we're helping each other through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of fun. 
Yeah. And, and living your best life, literally. Right, Carrie? <laughs> it's my favorite saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. It's been so, so good. We're going to drop all of Mary's links in the show notes as well. So you can have access to those and just want to thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and just being willing to talk with whatever feels alive. Obviously (laughs) this is what needed to feel alive today. And that is just perfect. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate being with you. You're so, so welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Badass Bitches. Please scroll down on your favorite podcast app and leave us a five-star rating. We invite you to follow us, join the conversation, and share episode ideas you want to hear more of. On Instagram, follow Kim at GetYourSexyBackCoach. Follow me, Carrie, at BodyAlign. And on Facebook, friend us personally, Kim Coffin and Carrie Hoffman. 